previously on the Infinite Escape Room. Your dog trying to bark. It explodes into sound. Maybe a bit big though. A new air conditioning unit for $39.99. Now my air fryer is in jeopardy. Right, we, we got, can't mess this up. Hot update. <laughs> they switch around all of the pork related products. <laughs> Welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a bunch of geographically diverse chums come together, have a drink, and work together to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. I'm Ben Levy Griffith. Yeah, I could say that better. I'm Bibbly Jimblins. <laughs> I'm Ben Levy Griffiths, and this week I'm drinking um, an almost out of date Guinness original. Um, a slightly funky taste to it, uh, which is why I checked the date. It's, it's it's in date by about 27 days. Ooh. Now, when you say Guinness original, do you mean yeah. like 1750, whatever it was, Arthur Guinness actually brewed this and that's why it's nearly out of date? <laughs> uh, and, well, it wasn't dusty. Um, okay. And and we're not that fastidious with cleaning in this house. So um... Okay. Can't have been around for that long. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, is it like looking the- into the eye of a duck? And joining me this week, we have the most versatile minty treat. It's hello. I'm Tony, uh, Tony Conway, Tony Elford. Call me what you want. Uh, and I'm drinking a beer, the name of which I can't remember. I poured it. Ooh. I forgot to look at the bottle, and I feel guilty about that. But I have lined up. Uh, I do remember the whiskey that I've got lined up for afters, depending on how long we run, which is from the Speyside Distillery, and it's their Trutina. So there you go. How I am indeed a versatile minty boy. <laughs> That's one for the that's one for the LinkedIn profile. <laughs> Absolutely. How is the beer? It's it's perfectly serviceable. Yeah, it's a, it's just a sort of very ordinary bitter bottled thing from Sainsbury's. It came in a box with some other ones. One of the you know those like multi packs of mm. ales, yeah. like Hobgoblin and stuff in it. I just can't remember what it's called. I'm very sorry, uh, listeners. I failed you. And please, uh, by all means, just flame me on Twitter. Because I don't tweet very much, so I probably won't respond. But you get to make up the name of the beer. You can give it whatever kind of funky name you want. It's called Gary's Electric Spackle, and it's delicious. And we also have... I'm Jamie, and I'm drinking a golden ale from the Harper's Brewing Company. And I I bought it in a rush at Aldi today. And I, by the looks of it, it looks as if there's a cheaper beer that they just put another label over the top. Because it looks like the label's starting to come off. From like its own sweat from being in the in the fridge, I'm a little bit concerned that I've bought like a shonky knockoff back of the wagon kind of beer from Aldi. It's nice, so I'll take it. But you know what we said we were bottling earlier. Ah, <laughs> you know what? I am getting notes of uh, of essence Welsh. to the man. <laughs> oh, okay. Going to say Welsh rainwater, but I was thinking enough. of Ben's sweat because that's a... <laughs> yeah. mm, delicious. delicious. Slightly fizzy, which I'm concerned about. Ben, you should see a doctor. <laughs> this is because of this is all because of Ben's steamy room. That's the whole point of the of the the dehumidifier is for Ben Just to be to able it. to increase yeah. the output. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you've, Ben, you've changed since you started that OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> if, if only I had a fan. <laughs> I was going to say it should be called Only Dehumidifier. <laughs> <laughs> If you'd like to know what on earth we're on about, then you can subscribe to the Patreon and uh, you can get the unedited episode where we uh, ramble on a bit and uh, uh, then mindlessly reference it, although you're not going to hear it otherwise. Almost certainly that's all going out in the edit. 
let's be real with ourselves. Only the Patreon patrons are going to hear this. Unless this is an exciting trailer for let's, for... let's keep making callbacks to the bottled sweat so that Ben can't cut it. <laughs> Before we begin, I'd like to thank our Patreons for their continued support. And I'd like to give a special shout-out to three of our supporters. Colin Walker, Will Ryder and Karen Kate. Thanks very much to all of you for helping keep the show on the metaphoric road. We love you. Yes. You are the best. Bless you. Right then. Just what is the infinite escape room? Well, it's like any other escape room you may be familiar with, but this one reaches across all known themes, retail parks and dimensions. And because it's infinite, there is no end. Every room in the infinite escape room links into the next in one big never-ending escape experience adventure. Each week, one of us will present a part of the Infinite Escape Room, while the others try and solve it. If you don't escape within 30 minutes, then terrible things shall befall you, and if you break anything, you will lose your deposit, which this week is your ability to look down. Oh, oh no. It's one of my top three favourite things, Ben. I'll have to lift the dog up to my face every time I want to check that she's not got poo on her. <laughs> <laughs> or just lower your face down, I suppose. So you, you can still yeah. level. I've got on the floor. Do, I do have a slip disc, so that feels like a risk <laughs> that I don't necessarily need to take. <laughs> you break something forever. Tony has a dog on stilts. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, why have you bought the dog platform shoes? It, trust me. Because I couldn't afford the little dog blimp that makes the dog float around at head height, okay? <laughs> you drop a doggy drone, but I couldn't get one. You drop one cup in an escape room and all of a sudden you get punished for life. Are we ready? Oh, yes. Yes. Then let's enter the infinite escape room. Last time in the Infinite Escape Room, you turned a little into a giant fridge to escape burning to death in the heatwave. When the original AC unit chugged its last chug, you, it dropped the hot keys. Laying your fingers on the Alt and F4 keys, the world switched off. Oh, damn. The scene of little sort of locks into place. It slowly fades to grayscale and then finally to black nothingness. You see nothing. You only hear the sound of each other breathing. Suddenly you hear a crash, followed by a slam. What would you like to do? Oh, I'm in a little void. <laughs> in this void, are we wearing clothes? You pat your, your uh, abdomen, and yes, you are wearing clothes. Whew. So we can't, we can't see each other? No. Everything is completely All yourselves. dark. Everything is completely black, yes. Do we have a sense of, like, do I have a sense of balance? Do I have a sense of proprioception, like... Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, like, the floor is stable beneath me. Let's say. Yes. Okay. Yes. There's cool. a uh, ever such slight movement beneath you, but nothing too Ooh. disconcerting. Interesting. Um, and I'm guessing there's just sort of pitch blackness all around, as far as I can see. Correct. Yeah. Oh, I'll do the only thing that I'm good at. I will fumble around blindly in the dark, yeah. with my hands outstretched, looking for a light switch of some description. <laughs> I'm doing um, that, but I'm looking for Jamie. <laughs> 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 um you uh you both uh wonder uh, a little bit the floor sort of seems to go with you as it were for a short while and then you uh, oh. both seem to hit what appears to be a rail a rail oh interesting but not okay. some sort of railing sorry oh uh, some sort of cosmic treadmill then this is my worst nightmare shall we <laughs> um, <laughs> oh no i'm in hamster hell um <laughs> should jamie i'll follow the railing one way and you follow it the other 
Uh, yes. Hand over hand. Back. Yeah. Okay. Marco. Paolo. There it is. Good. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so one of you's going sort of clockwise, one of you's going anti-clockwise or, or, oh, okay. or left or right or, or whatever. Uh, well, I mean, we have no possible frame of reference, so we'll, we'll take your word for it. Yeah. Okay, so so one of you uh, sort of goes right hand over left hand and, mm-hmm. and so on, and the other one goes left hand sure. over right hand and so on. Yeah. So you hope at some point to reach each other. The metal is cool beneath your hands and slowly gets warmer. You may have hit this spot before, but you have not hit each other. Oh, maybe we're on individual rails then. Interesting. Okay, what if one of us keeps going on in the one direction and the other person changes direction, just in case we're chasing each other in a weird... <laughs> Circle. Well, I uh, I tell you what. One of you stands still, and the other one moves. And the one that moves again feels the railing get warmer to to sort of suggest that they've been here before and hasn't come across the other one. Oh, so we're on different rails potentially, or the same rail but in different moments in time. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> if I if I shout, does Jamie hear me? Absolutely. Yes. Quite loudly and clearly. Oh, do, okay. do I know where the sound is if- coming from? Shall we say it, it's obscured slightly by something like a, around your ears, but um, but yes, you could probably tell which way they're coming from. I wonder if we're in VR headsets or something. This feels like we're in some sort of elaborate VR thing, you know, with the moving floor. Do you remember oh, the episode yeah. of Community where the dean spends like the entire school budget on the on the VR si- system mm. and he keeps going, uh... and Jesus wept. So I'm going to say that, and Jesus wept. <laughs> um, I'm going to reach up to my head and like, Am I wearing headphones or something? Is there anything I can take off my head? Yes. Uh, so there does appear to be a some sort of VR headset on your head. Hey. Obscuring your ears. Right, I've had enough of it. Get it off. We've solved the puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, you have escaped your headset. I'm back in this lovely cold little. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll take my headset off as well. Let's join, let's join the party. Wonderful. Uh, what you find yourself in is a rather industrial-looking room. You're each on sort of like a like a bi-directional treadmill thing with rails around you, and there are uh, four altogether, just just the two of yourselves in the room. Each of the rails is continuous, so you can't sort of get out, but you can obviously climb over or under them. In the room, uh, in one of the corners, you can see a door, uh, and you can also see a mirror, or it may be one-way glass. Let's uh, can I duck under this rail or or vault over it, whichever's cooler. And check out the the glass. Get my nose right up to the glass and see if I can see through it. It is pretty good. It's pretty convincing. You can't really see anything on the other side. As far as you can tell from this side, it is definitely a mirror. In the meantime, the other two treadmilly things, yeah. which we can get into, do they have headsets Let's somewhere no. on or around? Okay. Oh. So I'm going to keep my headset carefully perched upon my bonds. Am I wearing like special gloves or something sure, like that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Great. I'm going to get onto one of the other treadmills and I'm going to put my helmet back down and see if I see anything. Nothing at all. It's just pitch black. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Can we have a look at the door, please? You can do. It It does appear to be locked. There is a keypad on it. Um, your standard sort of one to nine. With a zero. It does have a zero, yes. I know what you're like with finicky details. <laughs> um, Where is the but- lint? That I can source. Is there lint upon my person? <laughs> you... Um, you you sort of idly place your hand uh, under your t-shirt to your belly and uh, scratch around your belly button and do in fact find a, a thimble full of lint. Oh, belly fluff, Jamie. Why is there, Jamie? Why is there so much? <laughs> well, you know, it's been a hot day. It's, it's like it's like one of those you know the the the, the hanky down the sleeve thing that, <laughs> that magicians have. Good God! I'm trying to knit a sweater, Tony. 
<laughs> It'll be winter soon. <laughs> um, so much hair. Uh, I would like to take an investigative look around the these VR treadmill things. I want to really get like under and around them and, and have a proper nosy. As far as you can see, they are just treadmilly things. You can't get under them per se. They all look identical. They all look pretty uninteresting. Okay. Would you like to have a closer look at the keypad? Yeah, sure. Yes. You can see that some numbers are slightly more worn than, than mm. the others. Ooh. You notice that uh, that two, five, eight, three, and one. Okay. Interesting. That just happens to be the order that you recognise them in. You might have recognised <laughs> them in one, two, three, five, and eight. Very curious order that I've come right. up with there. <laughs> just loading, just loading a picture of a T nine keypad because two, five, eight, three, and one. And those two, are the keys eight, you said three. that are noticeably worn. Compared to the other numbers. Correct, yes. Cool. Sweet. Um, is there any indication of how many numbers Ooh. we need to press? If you take a quick look at the digital display, uh, it does appear that you need five digits. Mm-hmm. I would like to point out that the numbers 25831 form a letter T. They do. They make the letter T. I don't know if that's relevant. That may be a red herring or Ben's little sort of mercurial <laughs> smirk there suggests that there's some meaning to it. Is there any T in this uh. room? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the secret? We just have to make a lovely brew. There are no teas and there are no Frey Bentos pies. <laughs> oh, are there any after eight? <laughs> um. I think uh, you're a you, you're a self-described minty treat and it is after eight. <laughs> Here I am. Uh, rock you like a dinner mint. Um, okay, so what the fuck? Uh, can I take a closer look, please, at the mirror? Like, I want to look around the edges. Are there any gaps or inscriptions or mysterious? No gaps at all. It appears to be just a mirror. It um, has a, a metal frame around it that it's, it's fixed onto the wall. It's riveted, so you couldn't unscrew Ooh. anything. Not that you have a screwdriver or a drill. Like you don't have me. a drill either. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, the VR headset. Any branding? Any buttons? Nothing whatsoever. Completely anonymous black plastic hunk. Yes. Okay. Is is there anything on those those four um, VR sets? Any of them look different to uh, any of the, the other ones? Only thing of any relevance is this mm. keypad. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. And we start mashing. You need to get. Through. Well, why don't what? why don't I type in two five eight three one and see what happens? And that doesn't do anything at all. Okay. Why don't we type in one? Two, let's let's do the permutations. Uh, <laughs> one, one, two, three, five, eight. It beeps and lets you through. Mm. Fantastic. Hooray! One, two, three, five, eight uh, formed a nice T, which is the T for the Infinite Escape Room. It's oh. also a Fibonacci sequence. So it is. Which is kind of nice. I do. Yeah, I'm sure. a fan of the Fibonaccis. Okay, with approximately 20 minutes left, let's start the actual puzzle. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. Oh, no. <laughs> you walk into what appears to be a control room. There is a door that says no entry. There doesn't appear to be any way to open this door. In fact, it's only a door, as you can say, because there's a door frame and it, you know, sort of like, it looks doorish, but there's no way to open it at all. On the floor in front of you is a scatter of hard drives. Beyond that is a rather large-looking computer, not not completely unlike a 1960s James Bond film computer. Next to it, you can see like a terminal, a screen, keyboard, mouse. Beyond that, you can see a desk, and down the other side of the room, you can see a large like window into another room. Oh, and you can also see uh, the other side of the one-way mirror back into the VR room. Oh, um, is that what? through the? Sorry, is that through the big window or is that separate? That's separate. Bit of glass. Okay, so there's two sort of windows, one of which yes. 
faces back into the other room. Uh, one is through that window. The VR room one or the other one? The other one. The other one. Going along there, it appears to be a room full of hamsters and wheels. Hmm. Uh, is this going to be like... About- oh, I was going to just ask, is this like? Is this going to be like Avatar? Like we have to get in the VR sets and then be a hamster. <laughs> we have to, but like humans are trying to steal the hamster's precious sawdust. I'm, I'm glad you elaborated because I'd not seen Avatar. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. You, you didn't miss much. Um, I don't know. It was a cinematic experience. It's James Cameron. You get what you get. Get what you pay for. Um, you do cool. see towards one end of this large window into the other room. There is uh, like two of those rubber glove things that you get like in nuclear doodaddies. Sure. Um, and a little hatch. Into the hamster room? Yes. Okay, cool. Can we pop our hands into those gloves? You can do. Yeah, yes. I'll do that. Um, they're slightly sweaty. It's, um, But other than that, yes, you wiggle your fingers into them. Slightly too big, but... Um, but but yes, otherwise fine. Cool. Um, given the range of movement that I've got with those gloves, then what can I interact with? Your other hand, <laughs> the other side of the hatch. That's about it. Okay, interesting. How how big is the hatch? It is about as long as a letterbox, but only right. about an inch high. Oh, not big enough for a hamster then. Not quite big enough for a hamster. The hamsters are looking quite sluggish. Uh, oh no! Uh, yes, they're looking uh, looking quite sleepy. Oh no! Okay, I'll pop my hands I need back to help up. These guys out. Okay. Um, I would like to look at the pile of hard drives. Do they have labels? Do they, you know, what's going on? Uh, yes. How, roughly how many are we talking? I would say that there's maybe like 30 there. Okay. They're all standard 3.5-inch hard mm-hmm. drives. They have a multitude of labels. It appears that they come from a multitude of manufacturers. So they've got like the standard labels that you get on a hard drive. Um, there are also, most of them seem to have stickers on, and those stickers either have um, some pictures or some symbols or some writing. Okay, symbols and pictures. Oh, this bloody pen's running out. Um, could take a look at that desk and see what's on there. Having a little look at the desk on the desk... There is a picture. Uh, would you like a description of the picture? Yes, please. The picture is of Rear Admiral Grace Hopper holding oh, yeah. a moth. Holding a moth? Yes. Okay. She was a computer scientist. Uh, oh, she discovered years, the first computer bug. Yes, she found the first. Yeah. She coined the word bug for... Oh, okay. She wrote the Apollo programming. Oh, that was no, okay. um, Margaret Hamilton. Excuse I, me, I apologise. Yes. I've got to apologise. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> um, <laughs> Florp. Um, there's also a drawer uh, in the desk. Oh, what's in... Can I open the drawer? The first thing that you note is the clink of a bottle of sweat. Hooray! Uh, <laughs> 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 followed by the clink of, of wax. Uh, there appears to be a good number of candles in this uh, in this drawer, along with a lighter. Oh, um, anything about these candles, like any designs on them or anything written on them? Nope, just your standard table candle. Okay, so I'm thinking candles, lighter, moths to flame, connection with Grace and the moth there, but maybe there's a moth inside the terminal we have to draw out. Can I take a look at the computer? find a bug, yeah. You can do, yes. Computer is off, there's a large button that says power, and there are several drive bays which um, are empty. Not 30 drive bays, just several. Okay. Any any moth-like movements that I can spy? None at all, I'm afraid. Interesting. Apart from the drive bays being open, everything is a wonderfully sealed unit and you have nothing to get in. Nor do you need to. Okay. I'm feeling I'm feeling quixotic. I'm going to grab a hard drive, just a, just one off the top of the pile, and just stick it in a bay, see what happens. You happen to pick up an IDE hard drive and slap it in the IDE bay. There's a drive in the bay. And then I'm going to press some buttons on the keyboard. Uh, like that, a, that doesn't appear uh, to do anything. Uh, Would you like to try and press the power button? That's always a good yeah, start. Yeah, I'd love that. <laughs> you press the power button and absolutely nothing happens. 
Right. Uh, it's about this time that you notice a large, thick black cable running along from the uh, uh, the computer through the terminal under the desk and to the hamster room. We got to get these hamsters running. Yes. We got to get these hamsters moving. Okay. Um, do we set fire to the hamsters as Adele would like us to? Wait, no, that's not right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> would you like? I did miss something. So, if you wander back over to the hamster room again, mm-hmm. there's a mm. thermometer on the back wall of that room, uh, uh, and it's currently reading about fourteen degrees. That's the Celsius. That's cold. That's yeah. that's mm. too chilly for a desert for a little desert rodent like a hamster. Almost hibernation temperature. Yeah. So let's, let's let's light these candles and uh, warm this sucker up. I think that's yeah. Let's all right. So let's let's start off slowly. Let's light a single candle. Stick it sideways through the slot and then turn it upright. Uh, does Wonderful. that change the temperature in the room? It, it begins to very slowly lift it. Yes. All right. Let's light. Every, yeah. Let's get them all in. Every candle. Come on. Good old, good right. old fashioned arson. Let's, What's going to happen? Let's create a genuinely terrifying fire hazard for these little hamsters. Okay. So uh, there are, let's say, um, fifty candles in this drawer. You're lighting all of them and putting them in the room. We're lighting as many as we can get. A handful slot. each, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, a handful each, right. So a handful each, uh, about 10. Uh, so there's going to be 11 candles in there all together burning. Uh, it, it's getting pretty warm in there. It, it shoots up past what you think is a comfortable 20, 22 degrees Celsius. Uh, it shoots up to almost 30. And although you do get a bit of a jolt of energy from the hamsters at around about 21 degrees, this is far too warm for them there. They're now sort of... You can see them almost sweating. All right, All right. we'll pull out half the candles. Half the, there's, so half of 11 is like five. There's five left. It's, so it's still a bit too It's definitely come down. It's come down to around about 25, but it's still a bit too warm. Take out another three. So there's two candles left. It, it falls to about 18 degrees. They're, they're, they're sort of doing moving a bit, but a little lethargic. Pop Stick one another back one in. in. <laughs> Stick another one back in. The temperature rises to a lovely uh, 21 degrees. And they, they appear to be quite happy. They've got back on the on the wheels and are uh, running along. Hooray! Just throw a lot of hot spaghetti at the wall and see what's done. <laughs> um, just flaming spaghetti. Uh, cool. Okay. So I would like to press the power button on the computer, please. Wonderful. The screen lights up and everything sort of whirs and clunks for a little bit. And then uh, you see the message. Cannot find NBR. There's a, it then goes on to say, uh, "Would you like to see the boot menu?" Yes, please. I would love to. Let's see some boots. I will take a. Ch- I will take a Chelsea boot. Yes, please. So the second and third boot devices are uh, are empty, but the first boot device says IDE. 2N Samsung. Is that what it said on the drive that I put in the bay? Uh, it didn't, no. Uh, that said it's something completely different. Okay, interesting. Hmm. Can, uh, can we... Oh, wait, so can we look through the pile and try to find a drive that matches that drive with an IDE interface and made by Samsung, something like that? Sure, sure. So you find uh, you find two. One of them is uh, 2L Samsung and one of them is 2N Samsung. I would like to try to end Samsung, please. Wonderful. You, uh, you Circle the, gets the uh, square. <laughs> the previously inserted drive out and place the new one in. I guess you reboot it because that seems yep. to be uh, the, the obvious thing to do. I, I can't imagine this supports like hot boot drive swapping somehow. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> running a virtual machine. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the other room. Hey. Hey. There's uh, there's the clunks and whirs and beeps and bobs and some more text flashes up on the screen. Uh, it seems to be getting a little bit further this time. It says, NT LDR cannot find OS disk. Press question mark for help. Let's press that question mark. So it says you can type DIR to look at files and you can type read and a file name to read files. Okay. 
Please, um, D-I-R. In the uh, listing, you have boot.ini, ntldr, and uh, ntoskrnl.exe. Can we read boot.ini, please? Uh, you can do, yes. It all looks a little bit foreign to you. Um, I'm sure you've read boot.ini before, mm. but um, oh, it's been a, been a while hand, and mate. you can't really remember what, what, what it is. But there is a, there is a comment uh, in in the file uh, amongst uh, one of the disk entries it says grace holds the id of the boot disk ah, moth so are there any hard drives that have a symbol of a moth on them uh, there does appear to be yes oh, let's let's grab that and slap it in yeah wonderful so you slap that in. i guess you reboot once more Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It pings and whistles and beeps and bobs and whirs and I'm sure you see some jazz hands in there somewhere. <laughs> or other. Uh, so <laughs> you see some text flash up. Loading ntoskrnl.exe. Loading hal.dll. Failure finding room generator 5000. Continuing. Winlogin.exe found and executed. The machine powers up and you hear a familiar sound. Rushing back to the VR room, you don your headsets. A rolling grassy landscape stretches ahead of you. The sun shines in a perfectly blue sky with white fluffy clouds. You notice a piece of paper in your hand that reads T-I-E-R-O-S Version 4B-8-D-A-9 Simulation restored. You reach up and touch your face. It doesn't seem that you're wearing a VR headset anymore. Congratulations, you have solved my puzzle. (laughs) There you go. When I said hell.dll, I was like, oh God. Yeah. Oh no, what have yeah. we done? <laughs> I can't let you do that. <laughs> you, uh, you've just walked through the, uh, the Windows XP startup. Um, Glorious. Uh, yes. <laughs> Those are actual programs that get executed. <laughs> wow, I've learned something today as well. That was cool. Well Thanks, done. Very cool. You, Very good. I, Enjoyable. You did wonderfully. Uh, you had over seven and a half minutes left. Oh, thank God. Uh, which, which I'm, I'm glad that I made the the, the entrance so difficult now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But well, we were like both of us were trying to figure out like you put a number pad and we're like, oh, so we need to figure out what the yeah. sequence is. And and to be fair, I didn't leave any other clues other than the fact that there were some more numbers. I did I did kind of expect you just to bash at them. Hmm. I would have spent the yes. full thirty minutes looking into every headset. Like I'll put it on my feet. Does that change anything? <laughs> Do I have a screwdriver that I can use to take it apart? <laughs> no. Um, did I smash it? <laughs> Deposit me down. I don't need to look down. <laughs> uh, did we solve the, the candle puzzle in a way that was different to what you expected? I did kind of expect you to do maybe like one, two, three, as opposed to... Okay. Uh, Everything. I, or start with like a handful and then and then like work your way up or, up or back. The, the mistake that I made was thinking... This is a big like the way you described it as a room. I thought like a you know four meter by four meter by four meter cube, and I did not think candles would heat that very quickly. So I thought let's get as many candles going as we can and see if we can make a dent in this. And maybe there's something else we have to do. I figured they'd be afraid of fire and then just leave. <laughs> that was my that was my <laughs> angle. Yeah, I need a little door in the back. Ah! Okay, get out of the wheel. <laughs> as it, as does sometimes happen, I did a lot of research about this, more, far more than is needed actually. And then I didn't put any of the hints in the or, or anything like that in in the actual puzzle. The room, if I remember rightly, I put into some calculator online that it was like a, a two by three meter by one meter high room. Okay. And to get it to about 20 to 22 degrees, you would need uh, about 240 watts. Did you know that candles output about 80 watts of heat? Wow. So therefore, three what? of them got you up to about the oh, right. Oh, I see. But I, I obviously forgot to put all of that in the puzzle. 
There we go. That, that, uh, that's way more research than I have ever done for... Well, that's impressive. I like to drop these little Easter eggs in that absolutely nobody would get if unless I explain them. <laughs> you, you, there's somebody there when we're there with the candles and some thermodynamics aficionado was like... Oh, yeah, that, that's realistic. You, you bunch of twats. Eleven <laughs> <laughs> candles, come on. Thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can also follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, and we hope you did, we'd be much obliged if you could leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook, as it's a massive help in reaching new audiences. And as mentioned at the top of the show, we're also on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com forward slash the infinite escape room, where you can listen to episodes a week early, have your name mentioned on the show, get unedited episodes and more. We love you lots, and we hope to see you next time in another infinite escape room. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Smashing.